All right, hey guys, this video is about what it really takes to be successful in porn recovery. Hey, you're listening to the Quit Porn, Achieve More podcast, where we talk about how to break free from porn quickly and easily so that you can finally live with integrity, confidence, and focus on bigger and better things. My name is Ben Uyama, and I gave up porn more than five years ago after battling it alone for most of my life. I've been married for more than 12 years, we have three kids, and I've been helping men quit porn one-on-one -on -one for more than 10 years now. Let's get started. Specifically in this program, what we have seen for the people that have been most successful, because as always, there's absolutely no guarantee that you will quit porn forever, but if you do the work and you are two things, you are trusting, and you're willing, then you will succeed if you do the work, okay? And that's the guarantee. And the reason for that is really important because if you're willing to always, always learn from yourself, learn from your progress, and never give in and spiral out of control, and any time that you do make a misdirection or a misstep or make the wrong micro decision that eventually leads you to maybe slipping up during this process, if you look at that as not, oh, I'm a piece of garbage, I might as well just binge watch porn, I might as well just give in, but instead you take the better route, the more mature and progressive route, which is what can I learn from this experience? And if you keep doing that, the promise is that you will grow as an individual and you will not need porn anymore, okay? So fundamentally, there are only two things that you need to quit porn, ready for this? Number one is that you are trusting in the process, Number two, that you are willing to do the work, trusting and willing, okay? So let's cover number one first. And then I'm gonna cover a few examples of guys who have failed in learning how to recover from porn because of some things that they were missing and also people that have drastically succeeded in never needing porn ever again in their lives through this process, all right? So let's cover number one, trusting. Trusting means trusting that Whatever you know, your beliefs are, trusting that this process works, trusting that I know what I'm doing, fundamentally, basically that I have done this myself and trusting that I have done this with many people, okay? Now, that does take a little bit of faith depending on how you're perceiving uh, me as a mentor, as an individual to you, but actually what is most important is that you're trusting that you don't know how to do this yet, you don't. Okay, let's be real for a second. The reason that you're here, the reason that you have this habit is because you've tried on your own in the past and it hasn't worked, okay? So that means there is something that is outside of you that needs to be interjected into your process in order to make this work, all right? And what that is, is another perspective, a perspective from somebody, and this isn't a brag or an arrogant perspective, it's just a reality that you do need a third party perspective on your situation. And you need a perspective from somebody that has climbed this mountain and from somebody that has helped many, many men climb this mountain as well. And when you have that perspective, you start to see yourself from a different perspective and from a different vantage point that you didn't see before. And this is why people succeed. It's because they're willing to trust that there's something that you're not seeing that if you just see and you maybe you have a belief that needs to change or break, or an assumption that is false that's keeping you back and you learn how to challenge that and you're willing to challenge that, then you will succeed, okay? Many times the greatest things and uh, successes in our lives is just from shifting our perspective from one perspective to another perspective. Having one belief and changing into another belief and we'll talk more about that. For example, having a belief that, oh, I can't quit porn or porn's gonna be a really difficult thing for me to quit and changing that to actually, anybody who's quit porn, at some point they just quit. 
Like, think about that for a second. Anyone who's actually successfully quit porn for long term, at one point they just didn't do it anymore. It wasn't like this period of just like doing it X amount of frequency and then extending the frequency and then doing it every once a year or something like that. They just stopped, right? Cold turkey. So that's one perspective to change, right? So the trusting is trusting that this process does work. If you do the work, it will work. And if you don't do the work, it will not work, all right? So that's number one. Number two is a willingness to actually do the work. Now to break down exactly what this means to be willing, it means the willingness to not let anything slide, all right? Now I've worked with many, many men in many different settings, such as group settings, such as individual, such as through text, such as meeting people every single day about their specific habit, such as going deep into their actual emotional issues, such as having conversations with couples, husband and wife together in a mentoring session, right? And what I've learned over and over again is that the people who succeed are the ones that don't let little things slide, right? We often talk about the, you know, the, the path to uh, a relapse or a slip up or a binge watching porn session is usually a culmination of many micro decisions, right? It's like one time you were, you were angry and you, you're frustrated and the next thing you know, you're trying to escape and you want to go on social media and then you're like, oh, I wonder what's on TikTok and I wonder what's on Instagram. And then you're like, oh, I wonder what this person's up to. I wonder what this show is about. And then you watch those things. It's those micro decisions that usually lead people down this rabbit hole of eventually uh, you know, acting out, slipping up, right? So when I said say don't let things slide, it's the ability to notice those micro decisions and take note of them. And I'm not saying you have to be perfect. I'm not saying you can't be you know, stressed or you can't be angry or you shouldn't be X, Y, Z or you should do anything. I'm saying is you have to address them. You have to notice them, see them, address them. And that's what I mean by not letting anything slide. The people who truly succeed, especially with this program, the Spartan program, are the ones that when, we're, when they're doing their daily check-ins with me and they're doing their daily reflections, they don't just respond with like, oh, I was feeling angry today and that's it. Today I was upset at my wife because she's the worst, because she said something that offended me. It was like, oh, and because I was stressed out at work because my boss did something I didn't like or something like that. Those people don't succeed because they're letting those slide, those little emotions we feel. Like today I was feeling angry. Why was I feeling angry? And asking yourself why at least three times, peeling back the layer, asking myself why, why, why am I experiencing this to the point where you realize something deep about yourself that you didn't know before and that's progress. If you keep doing that and you learn more about yourself every day along this process, you will succeed because you will grow. I promise you, you will grow if you don't let stuff like this slide. And that's what I've personally been able to do, and I've gotten personally very good at this, is never letting myself just experience anger, frustration, unpleasant emotions, stress, anxiety, without ever addressing it. I always address it, always. I always ask myself, why was I experiencing this? How do I want to react to this emotion instead of feeling stressed? I want to feel excited. Instead of feeling bored, I want to feel filled up. Instead of feeling unloved, I want to be loving, etc., etc. Where do I want to go? And then finally, who am I going to talk to about this? And I usually will talk to my wife, my father, my brother, um, some of my friends that I have who are in kind of similar uh, experiences and circles as me. So it's always figuring out in those, in those moments where I'm feeling is how can I release it in a productive way? And that's what our daily check-ins are in the program at least of not letting those things slide, all right? So now I'm gonna give you a few examples of guys who have really, really not succeeded in porn recovery and have you know drastically failed because they gave up, because they were not trusting and they were not willing, all right? So uh, one guy, for example, he joined the program because his wife 
told him, if you don't quit porn, I'm leaving, all right? So this was a pretty dire situation where the wife was, you know, threatening to leave this marriage and this relationship if the husband didn't join a program. So he basically joined because if he didn't, his wife would leave. And I asked him, like, okay, why do you want to quit? And he was like, well, because my wife will leave. It's like, okay, but why do you want to quit, right? So obviously from the beginning of me working with this guy, he had no incentive and no reason to quit other than his wife's threat, right? So ultimately, when it comes down to those micro decisions, I told him, you will never quit porn if your only reason to quit is for somebody else and not for you. You will never quit if it's for some other hypothetical situation, oh, my wife will do this, X, Y, Z. Now that's very noble and that's very good and that's not a waste of time, but when it really comes down to it, when the rubber hits the road, you will never quit if, if your reason to eliminate porn is other than for yourself. Why? Because that is what is required in order for you to make the right decisions when it counts. When you're faced with the decision of do I, for example, you know, uh, watch this video on YouTube that I probably shouldn't because it's sexual in nature, or do I go to this Instagram profile or to this TikTok thing, watch this TikTok video that I shouldn't watch, or do I not? When it really counts, people that don't have a pure motivation to quit for themselves will always engage, and guess what happens? The next thing you know, that monster is consuming you and you're going to relapse, you're going to go back to your old porn habit. Eventually, you will, all right? That's a guarantee. Hey, just a quick reminder that you guys can completely block porn on all your devices today with Covenant Eyes for free for 30 days using the promo code BEN, B-E-N. Go to CovenantEyes.com and use the code BEN for a free trial. You can cancel it anytime, guys. No risk to you at all. They also have a ton of resources, support, and motivational content just for you. The question is, are you serious and ready to give this up? All right, back to the show. Another guy I worked with, every time he checked in with me about his unpleasant emotions or negative emotions he felt, he always did it in a very light way. Every time I would ask him, like, how are you doing today? He would say, oh, today I was really stressed because my wife said this or my boss said this. And it was always some reason why he felt stressed or anxious or angry or bored. And he never peeled it back further than that. And I asked him, okay, so what does that mean for you? Why is it that this causes you stress? When your wife is upset at you, why does that cause you stress? And he would always respond with, oh, because she's X, Y, and Z. She is a biash, she's the worst, she needs to grow up, she needs to develop, she needs to grow. And as long as you're making your check-ins and you're you know, peeling back and going deep into yourself about somebody else and not what you can do to take responsibility and ownership, for this situation, then you will never figure out how to grow and how to progress because you'll always be blaming somebody else for your situation, for your life, for your unhappiness, for your porn habit. And when it comes down to it, as long as you're blaming, blaming somebody else for your decisions and your porn habit, you will never quit because you are not taking responsibility, all right? So those are just a few examples of people. Most people that do the program and I work with do succeed because I don't let stuff like that slide. But in these few examples, these guys were unwilling to look into themselves. They were unwilling to trust that I know what I'm doing and that I know how to help you recover to the point that you don't need porn. And when I would ask questions, you know, they're in a lot of pain, I understand. When I ask questions like, well, how, does, how do you feel about that? They would respond with, with judgment, with uh, justification, right? They would say like, oh, it's because of this and that, and they would frustrate it, and I wouldn't be able to really get past that for a lot of them, okay? Okay, so now I want to introduce three guys that have had long-term success, not only with not watching porn, but also recovering and healing and figuring out why they have this habit and addressing that to the point that they just feel more alive and excited, to the point that they just can't wait to get up in the morning. They just 
can't wait to do the work to, to actually look into themselves and figure out why they have this habit. So I'm going to read uh, a few kind of stories and testimonials, testimonials that they shared with me uh, after doing this program. And then I'm going to say, tell you guys exactly what they did to actually get these results. Here's a guy who started the program and he was pretty severely addicted, you know, acting out every day or every other day. He said, I never had such an in-depth understanding of my PMO addiction before. I actually know how to battle against it now without feeling like I'm fighting in the dark with my hands tied behind my back. I had so many realizations. So this guy in particular, uh, he was very, very vigilant about understanding his emotions. And like I've been saying, when we check in, it was long check-ins. It wasn't just like, oh, this happened, I felt this today. It's like, no, he took the time that's needed to actually go deep and figure out what he can learn from these experiences, unpleasant emotions, right? Because the unpleasant emotions we have are hints. They're hints to actually the solution to our uh, porn recovery journey, right? For example, if you notice that every time you feel a desire to act out, it's because you're bored, then that's a hint that there's something about the boredom that you're experiencing that causes you to want to escape. And if you address that, then your chances of quitting long-term skyrocket because you won't need it anymore because you've addressed the main thing that's usually causing you, right? And another example, if it's stress, if stress is your biggest thing, biggest trigger, then address the stress and then you won't need it anymore, all right? So the, hint, the emotions that are unpleasant and negative are a hint to what we need to work on. It's not a bad thing to feel these emotions. Let me repeat that, it's not a bad thing. Emotions are not uh, inherently bad, but it is when we link it with some kind of stimulant that is unhealthy and destructive to us and to other people, okay? So here's another guy. This guy shared with me, the program has really helped me overcome porn and masturbation by helping me figure out what the root causes of my dependency was. I was able to overcome the false beliefs about myself and sexuality. I learned a lot about how to understand my emotions and channel them in positive and productive ways. The program has really changed my life for the better. Okay, so here's another guy that I was really surprised and impressed by how long his check-ins were. He would spend a good 10, 15, 20 minutes even checking in every day and going deep and journaling to me about how he's doing. And I love hearing that because the more deep you can go, the more time and, and investment you can inv uh, and pour into figuring out what your root causes are, what your triggers are, understand yourself, the more success you will have, all right? And that's really the, the name of the game here. Here's another guy who is in his 70s, right? Uh, he came to me, you know, with a, a dire situation, uh, porn addiction that crippled him for, for many decades, right? He says, I feel this program has had a very positive impact on me. I have suffered with PMO addiction for over four decades and have desperately tried to stop this injurious addiction. However, this program gave me a set of helpful methods which have been effective. The four R's and the defining of the implementing of my North Star have helped me immensely on my road to recovery. I realize I still have a lot to learn, but I feel I'm on the right path. I feel that I have more self-esteem and better self-image now that I have more control over this demeaning dependency. Now these stories are all really inspiring for me to hear, not because of what I'm doing, but really because of the investment that these guys have really put in themselves in to not let things slide. And that's what the second element of this is willingness. Willingness to not let stuff slide. And that's really the ingredient for success here. I hope you uh, gain something from this video. I really love making them for you. Love you all, take care. Hey, just a quick reminder that you guys can completely block porn on all your devices today with Covenant Eyes for free 
for 30 days using the promo code BEN, B-E-N. Go to CovenantEyes.com and use the code BEN for a free trial. You can cancel it anytime, guys. No risk to you at all. They also have a ton of resources, support, and motivational content just for you. The question is, are you serious and ready to give this up? All right, back to the show.